Hello, Gemini friends. I'm Annie Botticelli, and welcome to my Gemini June 2023 astrology horoscope forecast. This is for you if Gemini is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other Gemini placement you're listening for. What I'm going to talk about here is part of your astrological picture. And if you're a very late degree Gemini friend, so birthdays like June 15th through the rest of the sign or placements like 23 degrees of Gemini through the rest of the sign, I suggest you additionally listen to my cancer report as both the Gemini and Cancer readings will be relevant for you very late degree friends. I'm calling the theme of this month, of my report for you for this month, four fun missions for Gemini this June. And within the four missions, I've got other sub points here that we're going to talk about. We're going to start off with just a little time spent in laying the foundation for the general energy of the month with some very important things that you need to know that will definitely be affecting you. And then we'll dive right into your missions if you choose to accept them. First thing to note is we have slightly more sweet aspects compared to salty ones this month. I always call the inharmonious aspects, the speed bumps, the salty ones. Um, and we have a few of those, you know, they're going to happen. We'll get through them, but the majority of the aspects are sweet and that sets a nice tone for the month. Also, we're celebrating because we're out of the heat of the eclipse season. Now, not to say that we can't still get some news because four to six weeks after the eclipses is still technically eclipse season. So news and events, information from those crazy trajectory shifts and all of the somewhat intense for many people changes that may have been happening in April and May, we may still be getting more news now in June and also we'll have more clarity about the direction that those uh, things are going because April and May, while we we're in the heat of the eclipse season, we were also in the fog of Mercury retrograde. And now we're out of that. So we might have a little bit more clarity as to how to apply the information um, that we've gained over the last couple of months. Also, very, very important to know is, oh, by the way, if you want to understand how the eclipses are affecting you or, you know, because this is an eclipse, these are eclipse cycles and they're at play more than just this time. And June is still, you know, ripe for some information to come in. Re, uh, make sure to check out my April and May reports because that's where I cover each of the eclipses uh, in more detail and how it may affect Gemini's. Okay, but in general, the Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycle that started at the end of 2021 has been a little hard for Gemini's. It's not in a great angle, lots of intensity. And now we started a new eclipse cycle, an Aries-Libra eclipse cycle that is in a much better angle for you. So hopefully that's giving you some sweet opportunities. Very important to know is that from June 1st through June 19th, we have one of our few open windows free from personal planet retrogrades for the whole of 2023. This is a very retrograde year. Um, and starting June 19th, we have the pre-transit shadow period for Venus retrograde beginning, and that Venus retrograde cycle will last until October. Nothing to fear. It's actually going to be in a sign that's beautiful for Gemini's, lots of beautiful opportunities, but it's just different. It's inward and backward, you know, and it's a time where we'll be letting things to come to us rather than making things happen. So this window between June 1st and June 19th is different energetically in the way that it's more of a time to make things happen. It's more of a time to push things forward. As I like to use the analogy with our spider, to be the spider that's actively weaving webs all over the place between you know the first few weeks of the month and then to kind of slip into the mode of, okay, now my webs are woven. I'm just going to hang out and let the food come to me and you know see what the tides bring into you. But the first few weeks of the month, 
there are to- that is a time to push your boats out because the tides are going out. And it's a short outward tide, but it is potent and we're not going to have one like it until close to the end of the year. So big decisions, engagements, weddings, uh, moves, big investments, commitments, business launches, especially new business launches, uh, the first weeks of June are much better for that than the retrograde energy. If you want to get a leg up on these Venus retro energies, Venus retrograde is one of my areas of expertise. I've been studying, researching, and teaching about this for decades. So I want to share with you things to know about Venus retrograde. So if you just search for Annie Botticelli, Venus retrograde, you can find my YouTube video. If you go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, the blog section, you can find a whole series of blogs on Venus retrograde through the signs and the houses and the do's and the don'ts and just to make the most of it. Also, if you don't already have my book, Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe, I have a lot of information about retrogrades, personal planet retrogrades in there, including my um, lists for how to make decisions within Venus retrograde. There are certain rules that if you follow them, things will be smoother. Okay, so you can check all that out. I will talk about it more in the coming months and give you tidbits each month in the reports, but we are going to start feeling that now. And Venus rules love and romance and relationships and money and finance and budget and income and self-esteem and beauty and design. So it covers a lot of ground and it will be important to understand the implications. But again, don't be afraid. It's just a different energy. It's something to understand. And the more you understand it, you can align with it. Okay, so happy birthday to those of you Geminis who are in the middle and later degree placements. Also, happy birthday to you if you're an earlier degree, if you're listening now. It's a very exciting time when the sun comes back to the place that it was at when you were born, and it opens up a period of time for wishing where the universe is more receptive to your wishes. If you are listening for a placement other than your sun, like a moon or a rising or something else of Gemini, you still get extra blessings at this time as the sun crosses over your Gemini placement, and that opens the universe right for your intentions, you know, telling the universe what you would like to do to use your, you know, sunny ego powers of creation of what you want to create and getting, you know, connected with the universe about that. So it's a really exciting time. So that's one of the the first missions. The first fun mission is to get more in touch with the things you want and to use vision boards, use affirmations, whatever different things you want to do to connect with the universe, to let your intentions be known. And if it's your birthday time, to let your wishes be known. You can write them down, say them out loud and feel them as if they've already come true. Or you can do a digital or a paper um, vision board, which has images of essences of things that you want to create and bring more of in your life. So that's your first fun mission for the month. The second fun mission is to calm your electric circuits. Okay. So we are electrical beings. We have an electromagnetic field where the magnetism of the earth combines with the electric nature of our circuits. And Geminis have a tendency to have their circuits super fried, right? Always lots of information coming in through research and, you know, reading and listening and interacting with other people. Lots of information generally going out through sharing and creating. And this often gets your electrical circuits all wound up. So your mission this month, if you choose to accept it, it's not necessarily going to be easy, but that's why it's called a mission, right? 
is to calm those electrical circuits. And here are some suggestions I have to do that. And first of all, let me also tell you why I'm saying this. This month, we still have lots of energy in Taurus. Okay, Taurus is a grounding energy. It's an earth energy. And so when I look at this profile, I see the opportunities for Gemini to take on this mission. I mean, this is good for you to do at any point, you know, not just in June. But because we have so much short and long-term energy in Taurus, this is a grounding energy. This is a soothing energy to the, um, you know, electrical nature of how you usually put things out in the world. And that's why um, I'm choosing that for you at this time. So one of the ways that you can use these Taurian energies um, for the short term and the long term is to narrow down your options. That's really the storyline of Jupiter now in Taurus. We'll be there for a year from May 2023 to May 2024. And in this time, any narrowing down of options. And I know this sounds like a crazy thing because, right, Geminis are all about options. I understand I have a ton of energy in Sag and my South Node is in Gemini. So I am all about options with you. I like getting my fingers in a lot of pudding pies, as you see. But this is a time when choosing, like, let's say there are 20 things that we're doing, right? Try to narrow those down into, first of all, the things you enjoy the most. Second of all, the things that have the most promise for what you're trying to create. And so between those two, um, you know, narrowing down factors, you can just put more power behind the things you narrow down into. First of all, that's going to give your electrical circuits a break, which is one of our missions. Second of all, that's going to put more power behind your focus onto those things, which will help you to be more productive. And this is very much about the material realm. Yes, it can be about money. Yes, it can be about security. Yes, it can be about, um, you know, your sustainability. There are endless ways that this can manifest, but it has to do with the material realm. So things that are tangible. And that doesn't necessarily mean materialism. It can just mean your interaction with the 3D reality. Another way that you can narrow down your options for this mission to calm your electrical circuits is to employ the aid of water. Water can be very soothing for everybody and any kind of water therapy. If you live near the water, try to get there more often. You know, it's at least in, at a lot of places, at least in the Northern Hemisphere, it will be warm in many places. Um, if, you, if it's cold where you are, if you're down under or somewhere in the Southern Hemisphere and or for other reasons, it's just cold, you can employ your bathtub. If you don't have a bathtub, you can use a bucket to have like Epsom salts, you know, soaks or sea salt soaks to put your feet in. Any connection with water is going to be very helpful for you to um, calm down your electrical circuits. And although the Taurus energy is in earth, the opposing energy of earth is water. And so this is, you know, a way in general and at this time that you can help your electrical circuits to just fizzle down and soothe. Another way you can reach this mission of calming your electrical circuits is to employ conscious movement. Geminis tend to love movement in general, moving around, flailing their arms, right? Very animatedly talking and sharing. And the conscious movement is different. So breathing while you walk, you know, Tai Chi, yoga, anything, or it could be any kind of exercise, as long as you can try to stop your brain from thinking about other things and focus on what you're doing. So the combination of paring down your wild, unruly mind with and linking it with your movement is going to really help your circuits 
to calm down and is going to take advantage of these short and long-term earth energies to ground out some of this extra electrical charge. Another way that you can reach this mission of calming your electrical circuits is to balance your opposites. You know, the dual nature of this planet is such that we can't get away from duality, regardless of our zodiac sign. And Geminis have a special experience with this, right? You have a very dual nature. You've got the different sides. You have a lot of variety, a lot of ways that you express yourself. And by balancing your opposites, you know, this is at the the core of the yogic understanding is finding balance and seeking balance. There's an exercise from a book that has been my best friend for decades by Leslie Temple Thurston called Marriage of Spirit. You can read the whole book. It's a beautiful hardcover book. You can just skip to section two and start doing the exercises without even having context and they will still help you. But one exercise from there, she talks about, um, their polarities, where she basically has you write down words or essences that are on your mind, maybe that you're aggravated about, or maybe that are, you know, bothering you. Like maybe you write overthinking, overdoing, stress, you know, whatever tag words are on your mind. You write them in a column. And then on the other side of those words, you find their opposites. And there's something magical. It's hard to describe, but I've been doing it for a long time and it really helps. The process of finding those opposites, you might even want to use an antonym dictionary um, online or you know a paper one to try to get at those opposites. But the practice of figuring out your perfect opposite to that word is a unifying of opposites. And then As you have all your opposites down, you can do an offering up prayer to whoever you pray to, to please have these, you know, opposites balanced within you to be more in your center. And then just imagine this, this pendulum swinging from right to left in your being and imagine it coming into your center down straight up and down through your being just kind of coming to center. And so that visualization with the offering up is just amazing. And all of these things can really help you to calm your electrical circuits. You may also need some supplementation for your nervous system. Check with your doctors and stuff about that. But, you know, you might need adrenal support as well. Okay. Now, the next mission is, and this is mission number three, which I said I have four missions for you, but I actually have five. So we have a slip-in bonus one here. So number three is to write it down or speak it out. All right, so besides having the sun in Gemini and Mercury moving through Gemini and star goddess Juno in Gemini and the new moon in your sign, June 18th at 26 degrees of Gemini, Gemini rules information, writing, speaking, prolific creation like that. You also have Venus and Mars in close proximity plus star goddess Lilith, and star goddess Pallas Athena moving through Leo, which for you is your third house, which is ruled by Gemini. So there's a massive amount of creative potential for you right now. Your creative circuits might be overloaded and it's possible with the calming down of your electrical field, you might be able to better direct some of these ideas that you have going through your mind. So your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to write down or speak out. I mentioned to you all before, but for those of you who are new to my work, one of the ways that Geminis can really succeed with getting their info down, if you can't sit down to write it, is to record it and have somebody transcribe it if you have the money to do that. You can find, you know, through various like Upwork or other places online, um, 
pay somebody to transcribe things that you've written. And that's a way to get things down that you were not able to sit your restless butt down to write. But, you know, so you might need to get help. You also might need a partner up to do this. The star goddess Juno energy really can bring in someone to help you with your writing and your prolific expression to do something meaningful with it. And now might be a good time to do that. All right, so the fourth mission is to have adventures or plan future ones. We've got the full moon in Sagittarius in the days around June 3rd, 13 degrees of Sagittarius. And that is the energy of adventure. Gemini also rules short distance travel and adventures. Sagittarius rules bigger adventures. So whether you're going far and wide or local adventures, I always like to play a game called Be the Tourist, where wherever I live or wherever I am, even if it's a common place for me to be, I pretend as if I'm someone visiting so that I can see it with, you know, an excited um, experience of wonder. So however you have to have your adventures, this is a month for adventures for sure. This is a really great time for Geminis in general because all of this Gemini energy is just adding so much fuel um, to your fire. And it's also can be a little bit overwhelming and you can get fried, which is why I started out with the mission of calming your electrical circuits, right? Because you're going to be very busy, interacting with a ton of people, going all over the place. Um, So it's going to be very busy. Before we go on to my last bonus mission for you, I want to talk about the full moon and new moon in a little more detail to give you um, some degrees and who might these affect even more. Now, everyone has fair, full chance to access the goodies from these um, moon events. But those of you who are closer in degree to the events, you'll get more of a kiss. Okay, so June 3rd, 13 degrees, full moon in Sagittarius. This is also lighting up your house of partnerships and relationships. This is giving more fuel to the fire of partnering up with somebody to do things, um, like I mentioned with Star Goddess Juno. So if you're between 8 and 18 degrees, closer to 13 degrees, the more you get the kiss from that full moon. So that's basically like the last couple of days of um, May through the first week of June and the closer to like June 3rd-ish the more you get the kiss from that full moon. Now for the June 18th new moon in your sign, that's for everybody, right? Very exciting time. But the late degree people will get more of a kiss. So 21 degrees through the rest of the sign, the closer to 26 degrees, the more you get the kiss. And that's going to be like June 11th through the rest of the sign and the closer to like June 17th, 18th, 19th, the more you get that kiss. Okay, so now for the bonus mission. Except that you don't know what you want to be when you grow up, and that's okay. (laughs) So I'm just slipping this one in. We'll talk about this more over the next years because Saturn is uh, making its presence known in your work and career sector. And for those of you who don't have to work or make money um, or who are retired or whatever, this is still like the what do you want to do when you grow up, whether you're making money from it or not. So Saturn is putting pressure on the job and profession that you have or that you think that you want to do. And for several years, it might be making you wonder, is this what you're supposed to be doing or what? So if just right now you can accept that that pressure is going to be there, the questions are going to be there, and that you may not have one thing that you're going to do for your whole life and be okay with that, then you can have a lot more peace in the process and see what hidden talents and what other passions this transit may stir up for you. 
If you love what I'm offering and you want more, go to AnnieHelpsYou.com. Join my free VIP community by signing up with your um, email address right there on the homepage when you get there and get lots of goodies. I have a list of some of the goodies there. Um, My 28-day virtual coaching program called Shine, you get for free. You also get my write-up of the month early of the my favorite aspects, the ones to be awareful and careful of, uh, the general scene astrologically. There are often things in that newsletter that I don't even talk about in the videos. So you get more insights into how to make the best of the story possibilities. And that same AnnieHelpsYou.com is the interface for all of my other free goodies, my podcast, my Twitter, my just all the places where I show up to help you. I have written horoscopes. You can see all that there. And if you want to learn astrology, you can see options there as well. Or you can go straight to beastropro.com, beastropro.com to see my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course. I can help you take your love of the stars to the professional level in a very short amount of time with my system. So you can see that there. The links are also in the notes underneath the podcast or video. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.